Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And we got another boardroom chat. Get to talk again. Yeah, I like these boardroom chats. And you know, so many people are watching from all over the world. I got great testimonies. You want to start with those? Yeah, chatty Kathy. Let's Go ahead. Let's talk. <laughs> it's a boardroom chat. Chatty, chatty Kathy. Remember that little baby? Ch doll? I remember it. I had one. I had a great one. <laughs> I didn't have any. <laughs> Good. I didn't have nothing. You, you got one now? Yeah, I got. You know what I got for Christmas? An orange, <laughs> an apple. Piece of candy. Don't feel sorry for me. Don't you feel sorry for me? We're trying to make up for the lost I understand, time. I understand. <laughs> but I tell you what, I got more than oranges now. <laughs> I'm doing good. You got an orange treat. That's right. Praise <laughs> the <laughs> Lord. I <laughs> two orange treats. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, read, okay, read, read Sarah something says, there. watching from Germany, from Sarah. Thank you from both. From Deutschland. Deutschland. That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> She says it's Germany. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both for this wonderful teaching. God bless. And then Naomi says, good afternoon. Greetings from Bahamas, the Bahamas. Tobago says, watching from Botswana. Tobago. <laughs> no, that's the person's name, Jesse. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought you said Tobago. Uh, I did. I, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then Ika says, blessings from Berlin, Germany. Deutschland. <laughs> Another Deutschland person. Welcome. And they also, uh, this one from Dorothy, no, Joyce says, blessings from Switzerland. I believe that you have, I believe what you have spoken, it works. Praise God. I'm expected for a debt-free life. Hallelujah. Amen. You're going to get it too. Amen. Hallelujah. People that expect, deliver. That's, That's right. That's it so comes true. to pass. Yeah, you can't just be pregnant all your life. You That's got, right. At some point, you got to deliver got to that deliver. baby. <laughs> and Switzerland's a good place to deliver. That's a beautiful country. Oh, yeah. Amen. We are, we're believing with you and expecting Amen. with you for a debt-free life. You know, I'm going back to Switzerland next year. I know that. We're going to the Zurich area. We were there. When we were there in May or June? I can't remember. I we think had, the first part of We preached so much, June. I didn't have time. I went, man, good God, from Switzerland to Copenhagen, Denmark. We were just traveling to Italy. We were going. I think like, Denmark was before Switzerland. Was it? Yeah. And we went to Bahamas. No, not the Bahamas. That's yeah. in I'm Caribbean. Scar I'm talking about we to went Beale. to Bermuda. We went Bermuda. to Bermuda, That's right. then we went to Italy, mm -hmm. and this was in May, and then we went to Denmark and then Switzerland in That's June. Right. Yeah, beautiful yeah, place. Yeah, it was a great time. Loved and then it. July, South Africa. So we love the so nations, love the going to the nations. <laughs> and Dorothy says, good, good morning from Bungama, Kenya. Kenya. Isn't that great? That's then, what a great migration is. You know what that is? I know, yeah. The, and one of these the days, the I, I got to go one, to Kenya. One of those things on your bucket list. That's on my bucket list. This one uh, is another one from uh, Motor Mart is their handle. It says, greetings from Ben Zimbabwe. This man, I love this one when I read it. This man called Jesse Duplantis has the truth that sets me free. Praise the Lord. Whatever he says, I do it. I never learned to doubt because I'm seeing the word not returning void. I love this anointed man. Isn't that sweet? Isn't that a you know what he so said? Blessing. He said, everything he says, I do it. Will you receive that revelation? <laughs> this is for him, though. <laughs> hey, baby, you got you to get it when you can, you understand? Well, if, if you showed in the word, I'd do it, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> and that's what he's referring to. Yes, I understand. I know that's what you meant. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> mm, make the sign of cross on that one. <laughs> Tammy says, what a powerful teaching, because these are comments from past boardroom chats. Thank you so much for reminding us that we are made in God's image and have been given permission and authority to subdue by putting on the whole armor of God and declaring the word out loud. Hallelujah. Thank you both for allowing God to use you to reach his remnant. Isn't that a blessing of God? I love that one. I love it too. Then Cameroon says, thank you, Brother Jesse. I love you and Pastor Kathy so very much. Thank you for bringing us all the word and for your enthusiasm, 
bringing us all laughter and a deeper understanding of God's will for our lives. I am so blessed by your encouraging words. Isn't that a blessing? This blesses me. Thank you for sending in these wonderful testimonies. I just got one more. And okay, before go ahead. we go on, yeah. Hadassah says, I love your humor, sir. You are my prophet of joy. I always go away with joy, health, and renewed strength, both physically and spiritually. I think these you know, are awesome. How Thanks many for years ago did those in. John Hagee, he tagged me with a name, the Apostle of Joy. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's something. A sent one, bringing joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you for tuning in today. And to all our faithful financial partners, thank you for helping us do all these boardroom chats. Your faithful financial support <laughs> is so vitally important to reach people and change lives one soul at a time. And I just felt the Lord to go off and say that at the very beginning. Because without them, we could not do these things. Mm -hmm. and, you know, people don't realize, you see this table? It was bought by our partners. Everything the cameras that we're looking at were bought by the partners. Everything we see in here. And you know what? We don't waste your money. We're not lazy with your seat. And we don't use it on ourselves. Why? Because you gave it to the work of the Lord. So thank you, partners, for being so courteous and kind. If you're not a partner and you'd like to become one, go to jdm.org. That's our website. And you can hit the donate button and give if you like to. You can use PayPal if you want, or you can text to give. Or I like the JDM app, too. That's a blessing of the Lord. It is. You select giving, or you can mail in an old-fashioned donation. I'm kind of old-fashioned in that kind of way. You know, I hadn't lost that kind of stuff. I'm not too savvy on... Uh, You're getting better. But I'm, I'm doing a little bit better. So thank you, partners, for being so kind. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about something today that I believe is going to bless you. What is the difference between wisdom and knowledge? The Lord gave it to me last night. We were flying home last night, me and Kathy, and uh, I had preached a meeting, and she, was, she came with me. And, uh, uh, and, and the Lord he said, when you do your boardroom chat, I want you to deal with this. So if you've got a Bible or an iPad or a telephone, whatever you use for Scripture, would you go with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 4? What is the difference between wisdom and knowledge? I want to read first, then I'm going to tell you that, okay? Start with verse 5, and I like the King James Version. If you want to read in a different translation, you can do that too also. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. So this translation calls wisdom a female. Notice that. Forsake her not, verse 6. And she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Now, verse 7 is a powerful verse. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, anytime there's a therefore, find out what it's there for. Right. Brother Hagin used to say that. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. So watch it. You can get wisdom, but you must have understanding too. <clears throat> Exalt her. Notice that. It calls wisdom female. And she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, mm. a crown of glory. Mm. So she deliver to thee. Mm. My God. I like verse 10. Hear, O my son, receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Mm. What is the difference between wisdom and knowledge? Number one, wisdom is a God thing. Wisdom comes out of the spirit. That's why he says when you get wisdom, get understanding, because you're speaking the words of God. What's, what's, what is knowledge? You can write this down if you're taking notes. Knowledge is intellectual activity. It's range and research. It's induction and reasoning. 
You see, now there are a lot of people very smart because they got knowledge, but they don't have wisdom. Some of our greatest scientists, my God, and I sure appreciate all of them. They'll go out there and they'll look out and everybody wants to get into space to see where we came from. But the Bible tells you that. You don't have to go out of space to find that out. You know what I mean? See, but if they can't see God or they can't understand spiritual things because they have no wisdom, yet they have great knowledge. Because that, that's come through intellectual activity, studying whatever we see, do whatever, and, then, and, you know, and, and use induction and reasoning, trying to understand it, range and research to see how we can figure this out. How did this universe start? Do we have more than one universe? All those wonderful things. And there's nothing wrong with knowing that. But you must have wisdom. If you want to think like God, you got to deal with the gift of wisdom. Because wisdom always comes out of the spirit. And when it comes out of the spirit, it's a God thing. It brings understanding of what to do, when to do, where to do, and how to do. Or like Ray Charles used to say, when he'd sing a song, I'll, I'll make, make it, it do what it do. do. Praise the Lord. And that's such a blessing. I find a lot of ministers, great ministers of the gospel, homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical, theological, great degrees, and I believe in all that. They have knowledge, but not wisdom. Hmm. Then there's some people had not educated at all. Maybe never went to uh, theological school. Uh, maybe never even graduated from high school. Yet, when you talk to them, great wisdom flows from them. Why? Because they live out of their spirit through a renewed mind to a crucified body. Mm -hmm. Now, why do you think the uh, person that was writing Proverbs called wisdom female? Exalt her. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you why I know. I, because if you notice, women control the world. They really do. They certainly control the house. They control everything because they've been given great wisdom. You see what I'm saying? That's why sometimes, and the husband, he'll come and say, well, honey, what do you want me to do? Uh, how, how you want me to do that? Uh, you, know, well, and you see what I'm saying? So that's an honor that God would think and use that particular phrase as exalt her. Hmm. Why? Because look what she has to do. Well, even an example of having a baby, all the man does is sow the seed. That's it. What the woman does is produces the harvest, creates from the seed a child that's so wonderful, such a blessing. And watch it. The woman has to teach that child because the first voice that child hears is its mother. So why would you destroy it? Hmm. Think about that for a minute. That just don't make any sense to me. I'm not trying to get into your personal business. It's not woman's health. You know, the way to get people to explain, to get people to accept stuff, they just change the names. I like what they say. Years ago, they used to call uh, Las Vegas gambling. They don't say that no more. They say gaming. Hmm. They don't say abortion anymore. That's too strong. They say woman's health. Hmm. See, and before you know it, they, you know, they desensitize things. And, and, and it shouldn't be. But ladies, let me help you. God called you wisdom. Flow in that wisdom and get that understanding. And teach men to how to understand that. You see what I'm saying? And if you're a husband or a boyfriend or a man today, then listen to her. Exalted. The Bible said you'll have many years of life. Isn't that a blessing of God? Mm. You think about that. That's what I'm talking about. So let me say, what's the difference between wisdom and knowledge? Number one, wisdom comes out of the spirit. It's a God thing. Knowledge comes out of education, intellect, intellectual activity, range and research, 
induction and reason. Now, if you got both of them, whoo, you are doing good. You want to read some of that in a different translation? I can. If you like? I can. Let me go to that. I was looking at some other things real what quick. What were you doing? You mean you weren't listening to what no, I said? No, I was listening. <laughs> I'm just kind of ready for you. But, you know, wisdom is so important. And I remember, I think you've said it uh, so many times. Now, you may have said it now while I wasn't listening. <laughs> but you Pray said wisdom wife, you know. is the ability to use knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. And that That's is so correct. important. And so you, we get knowledge from God's word, but wisdom uh, is avail available. It's a force that we can use to apply what well, we know. How do you get me to do things? Wisdom. It works that way. It mm -hmm. just does. And it's a wonderful well, thing. Proverbs was written by Solomon. And he, these are things he said he learned from his father mm -hmm. who wrote all the, you know, all the Psalms, most right. of the Psalms anyway, mm -hmm. and was such a blessing. But I love this in the, I was reading it in several translations while you were talking. Well, good. But uh, I want to read it in the Passion Translation because it's the first time I've actually read this, I think, in the Passion. Usually I read it in the King James or right. the Amplified. Read it in the Passion. But in the Passion, it says it and it begins in verse, in verse five. 5. So make wisdom your quest. Search for revelation of life's meaning. Don't let what I say go in one ear and out the other. So he's talking about his daddy had right. told him that. Stick with wisdom and she will stick to you, mm. protecting you throughout your days she will rescue all those who passionately listen to her voice. Wisdom is the most valuable commodity, so buy it. Revelation knowledge is what you need, so invest in it. Wisdom will exalt you when you exalt her truth. She will lead you to honor and favor when you live your life by her insights. You will be adorned with beauty and grace, and wisdom's glory will wrap itself around oh, you. That's good making you victorious in the race. Last verse, verse 10 says, My son, if you will take the time to stop and listen to me and embrace what I say, you will live a long and happy life full of understanding in every way. That's such a blessing That's of the a Lord. Great, I didn't great. know when God spoke to me to talk about that. There's so many people that say, well, I'm smart. You might be smart, but you may not have no wisdom. You may be educated. I believe in education. And I, I believe in intellect and induction and reason, figuring mm -hmm. stuff down, range and research. Let's study it out, you know. But see, <laughs> knowledge by itself won't help you. See, you need wisdom and knowledge working together. And that's what the Passion Translation is saying today. Mm -hmm. Now, I want you to go with me to the book of James real quickly. And I love Hebrews, James, that's in the New Testament. And that, this, this will help you. And I, I love this, this wonderful statement here. I believe it's in James chapter 1. Yeah, it says this. And I, I, I want to I start with verse 1 of James chapter 1. It says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. Now, I had a person say to me, well, why should I read that? He's talking about the tribes of Israel. No, he's talking about us. We are the seed of Abraham too. We've been put into the family. We were just adopted. Do you see that? So because all the Word of God is relevant, there's really no such thing as Old Testament, New Testament, like as if that was not good. The Old Testament is valuable more, just like the New Testament. But the Bible, the New Testament said it's a better covenant, not that the old one was bad. It it's just something it better. It fulfilled the old. Yes. Look what he says in verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. <laughs> How can you do that? Verse 3, knowing this, knowing what? That the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let, have pa but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting, not needing, but wanting nothing. Verse 5 is where I want to get to. If any of you lack 
wisdom. Hmm. Let him ask of God. I, I got to stop right there for a minute. A man came up to me one time. We were building this, this they call it a campus. He said, Brother Jesse, the Lord told me something. And I said, okay. He said, I, I, I want to know what you think about it. I said, well, what are you asking me for? Do you believe the Lord told you something? Yeah. I said, well, then go do what he said. He said, but I know he wanted my opinion, and I, and I appreciated that. He said, if you, any, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Why God? Because wisdom starts with God. Mm-hmm. Wisdom comes from God. Wisdom is a spiritual thing. God is spirit, and you worship him in spirit and in truth. The problem with Satan was he went from wisdom to knowledge, mm-hmm. and he fell. See, he got intellectual activity. I will exalt myself above the most high God. Yeah, well, like, he had knowledge, and he had no wisdom. <laughs> he, well, no, we, at one time he had, he had wisdom. some knowledge. He was the anointed cherub that covered. He was powerful, man. But what happened was he decided to let his wisdom or the gift that God is go and says, I can do this. And he was restricted, rejected. Today is an awaiting confinement. It was thrown out. You see, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to look at me when I say that. This, you know, I use this like this, you, God lives in the heart of man. There's no duplex in here. You don't have God on one side and Satan on the other. I mean, if God wanted to live with the devil, he'd have never kicked him out of heaven. So why would you think he'd want to live with the devil inside of you? You see, that's knowledge talking instead of wisdom talking. But wisdom is the principal thing. You get wisdom, you get understanding. But he said, if you lack wisdom or you lack spiritual concept, well, let him ask of God. So I'll go to God, and then I'll, I'll go talk to some people. I said, wisdom enhances my knowledge. Because, and I said, Lord, and, and I'll ask someone, say, man, look what the Lord told me. And all of a sudden, they'll begin to bring knowledge, and you take wisdom and knowledge and put it together, and guess what happens, man? Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out. It's like tithing, for example. Let me, can I use this for a minute? And I know people are going to use that. I wish I could say I, I thought that, but me and my daughter Jody was talking, and, and Jody said this, and it really ministered to me. You know, some people say, well, I don't tithe because tithing's under the law. Well, we know tithing came before the law, but I'm not here to argue with anybody. And if you go to the book of Hebrews chapter 7, you'll find about tithing. Jesus is a high priest on the order of Melchizedek. But I want to ask you a question today. Now, I'm going to shock you when I ask you this. Moses was the lawgiver. What a great man of God, huh? Most meekest man in all the earth. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Some people get, they, they, they talk about the law like a curse of the law. Well, the reason why it was a curse because no one could keep it. So God could give us grace to help us so we can get there. It was not even that he curses you. It showed you that you needed wisdom from God, not knowledge from Judaism or knowledge from Christianity or knowledge from Buddhism, whatever you call it, Buddha, whatever you call it, or Islam, or whatever, call it what you want. You see what I'm saying? What you need is wisdom from God. Watch this. Well, I don't have to tithe. You don't even have to get saved. You can go to hell if you want. I don't believe in hell. That don't change it. Like an atheist told me one time, I don't believe in God. I said, that's okay. He believes in you. (laughs) He couldn't handle that. I said, you know, you believe more in God than I do. What would make you say that? You talk more about God then I do, and I believe in him. So evidently something's happening until you don't even know it or realize it because you have knowledge but not wisdom. I'm not calling you dumb. I'm not calling you stupid. No, no. What I'm saying is wisdom is a spiritual force. You get wisdom, you get understanding. Get it so you can flow through the knowledge. Now, 
uh, when you understand what I'm, I'm wanting to say here, and I, I lost it there for just a second, I want to follow this train of thought. When God began to give us wisdom, it enhanced my knowledge. It enhanced my intellectual activity, my range in research, my induction and reasoning. It enhanced it. So, so, I, so I would know what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. So I go to God all the time and say, what do you think about this? A lot of times he comes to me, and I'm going to shock you when he says this. Well, Jesse, what do you think about this? Now, have you ever had God tell you that? Have you ever had God speak to you in conversation and things sure. of that nature? Yeah. What did he say? Well, he gives me wisdom. He leads me to his word. I mean, specifically. That's I'm, right. Yeah. He will always lead you to his word. I mean, I look back. Sometimes I've walked ahead and I've done things thinking that I thought of this. And later when I look back, I realize that God was ordering my steps giving me the things to say. I mean, I, I, out of my spirit, I'll speak and declare things that I didn't even realize that was God doing that for right. me. But uh, it reminds me of how Peter, when Jesus said, whom do men say that I am? And uh, no, Jesus said, whom do men say that I am? I'm sorry, yeah, Jesus said to Peter, he asked him a question because he was sitting there at the Caesarea Philippi looking out and all his disciples were around him. And he said, well, some of them said, well, some say you're, uh, Elijah, all mm -hmm. these other things. And, but he says, but what do you say that I am? Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed it to you, but my father in heaven revealed it. So Peter was speaking under the inspiration of the, of the father That's when he right. sp spoke and declared those things and he didn't realize it. In the same way, I believe we, God's spirit within us, the wisdom of God within mm -hmm. us comes up and we hear ourselves saying things we didn't plan to say, but we have to realize that's what God is doing. He's moving through us. Right. And I've, I've walked, looked back and I've said, I didn't know what to do. And sometimes I've just spoken, I'm, we're going to do this. And I thought it was my mind, my own wisdom, my own natural wisdom speaking. But I know now God was giving me those directions and those utterances. And that's how he leads me. Help me quicken my mind. I wanted to say something about wisdom. And I, and I dropped that thought, you know, what I was saying before I asked you to talk. You remember what I was saying or you weren't listening? <laughs> I was listening with just part of it here. But I so, believe you'll get it. But you know what? I was just thinking of another section. This maybe I can go here while you're yeah. remembering. But there's a portion in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 where Paul says, you know, because he had a lot of natural wisdom. He had a lot, Ooh, a lot of natural knowledge. Intellect. An intellect. Like we said, he was the, you often say he's the greatest intellectual mind drawn to Christianity. In he was opinion. a Pharisee of Pharisees. He was a he knew the law frontwards and backwards, as they say. But he put that all he put that aside. He says, I, I count it all as dung, as loss, as crap, as they would we would yeah. say today. Right. And so that I might reach win him. I, I all he wanted was Jesus. And then he even then he said in this verse in, in uh, chapter one, chapter two of First Corinthians, he says, I didn't come to you with excellency of speech and in man's wisdom, but I came to do you to declare the power of God. Wisdom, true godly wisdom, uh, is a display of God's power in our life. Amen. Wisdom to know what to do in any situation. The Holy Spirit can come within us. And it goes on to say this in verse 4. It says, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So man's wisdom has some great qualities, but we can't rely just on that. That'll bring us to a point, but we have to have God's spirit within us 
to, because we're, we're living in a fallen world and we need the power of God. We need the wisdom of God, the understanding of God to be able to operate in a, in a way that brings glory to him. Well, you know, uh, I just thought of this. People, you know, in verse 5, he said, uh, if any man lack wisdom, let, let him ask of God. And, and I love that. They give it That's to all men. James. Yeah, James chapter uh, 1, verse 5. But how do you get it? Verse 6, but let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. How do you know what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it? I said that earlier. Well, through the wisdom of God, which comes out of the spirit of God. Then he enhances my knowledge. And enhances my intellect to how to make it function in this life. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So to know how. Like, for example, I had the wisdom of God to build this campus, but not the knowledge of it. Because I'm not a carpenter. I'm not a plumber. I'm not an electrician. I don't know how to do any of that. But God sent me people with those gifts. Right. And the ones that I chose to do it, God enhanced my knowledge of them through the wisdom that he had given to right, me. Right. So I would know how to hire the right person to do the right job. Mm -hmm. one, th and one thing at Jesuit Plans Ministries that we've known for, it's called excellence. We believe in doing things excellent. Now this has been built for many years, yet I have people come and say, my God, this place looks like you built it two years ago. And uh, we started in 1997, the production distribution. And then we went to the executive office, that was like 1998. And then we finished out the church, I think, in June or something of 2000. Am I correct? October, we actually, first October. service okay. was in October of, 20, of 2000. Never had built anything in my life. Well, how, how, well, how could you be the, uh, the CEO of it? Wisdom. I ask God, I need wisdom. I get wisdom, I get understanding. And he put the right people in my path. But watch, in the midst of it all, I begin to increase my knowledge of carpentry, electricity, plumbing, all the different things of that nature. But there were even things that God revealed by his spirit. And that's when I get yeah. back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It goes on to say, and it shows you another way that God imparts wisdom and understanding to us. He says, but, I, but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have, it, have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for right. them that love him. But God hath revealed them to us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Mm. And then so it goes on to say, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, of God, uh, of, of the, so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of Amen. God. Amen. Praise God. And then it says, Now we have received <clears throat> not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. You know, she said no. He didn't say just believe. Yeah. I like, for I know in whom I have believed. Mm-hmm. You see, that, see, that's wisdom talking. Yeah, and then verse 13 goes on to say, and it connects it all. It says, which things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, <clears throat> but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things well, with spiritual. You know, Paul used wisdom and knowledge. I, I, was he in Greece or Athens when he said, I noticed you have a, a statue or something here called the unknown, unknown God. God. See, that was intellectual activity. That was range and research. And it was that also, was induction and reasoning. It was also wisdom to touch a spot where they could, he could relate to them. No, 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 no. That was knowledge talking that. But then but they, they said, well, what are you talking about? No, no, no. 
then the wisdom of God through his spirit, he began to minister to these people. The Holy Spirit directed See, him. But he, those people couldn't understand the wisdom of God, so he had to use knowledge. That's what I was trying to say earlier. He had to use knowledge to get there so that the wisdom of the Spirit of God could flow out of him so they would understand it. You see what I'm saying? So there's a lot of times. They're both important. Well, yeah, definitely. But I mean, what happened, a lot of times for me to get something done for God, I have to use knowledge because I'm dealing with people that don't know God. Okay, let, let me give, I had someone ask me one time, is it a sin to pray to saints? Boy, I got everybody's attention there. Is it a sin to do this or do that and all that kind of stuff? See, everybody's just trying to define sin. Let me help you with sin is. Missing the mark. That's it. I mean, don't complicate it. It's simply missing the mark. See, now I have to talk wisdom. Remember when that lady stopped years and years ago at my offices there on Airline Highway? I'll never forget it. And she asked me, she said, how come you don't like Mary? And I said, Mary who? I know a lot of Marys. I didn't know what she was talking about. I said, Mary, Mary who? She said, Mary, the mother of Jesus. I said, I love Mary. Mary's the mother of God. You talk about a high position. It was actually a higher position than the mother of all living, which was Eve. Think about that. And I said, I love Mary. Why would you ask me that? She said, how come you don't pray to her? Great question. And I looked at her, I said, I'll tell you why. Not because I don't like her, but I've learned to pray like Mary prays. Mm -hmm. And she said, what? She said, now watch the wisdom of God coming out of me. Not knowledge, wisdom. I said, I pray like Mary prayed. And I looked at her and said, don't you want to pray like Mary prayed? I love Mary, but just, I said, well, uh, 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 how did Mary pray? Ah, now here's wisdom. I said, Mary prayed to the Father in Jesus' name the way Jesus did. And it struck her. She went, I never thought of it like that. So you can come boldly to the throne of grace. Now I could have given her a homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical, through knowledge and probably would have hurt that lady. But I used the wisdom of God, and she went <laughs> to a, a charismatic renewal. Uh, and anyway, that and service. The service. And to make a long story short, the priest, the father there, was really a nice man. I knew the man. He said, "Let's uh, let's we're gonna pray to Mary." She said, "Stop." And everybody said, "No." She wasn't saying they were wrong. She said, "Stop." And they, they said, "Why are you doing that?" She said, "We got to pray like Mary prays." And the priest says, "But how did Mary pray?" And she said, "Mary prayed to the Father in Jesus' name." He said, well, let's pray to the Father, Jesus, in the name like Mary. See, instead of by using wisdom, before you know it, they're all praying and they broke out in the Holy Ghost. Now, if they weren't praying wrong, they would have never broke out in the Holy Ghost. You see, I mean, God's word was flowing. See, that was wisdom being used. We have people that come to, Kathy's the pastor of the church. This is so amazing to me. I never tell people where to go to church. I don't control people. I don't believe in that kind of stuff. But I've had several people, you know, we live in a Catholic community. If you're from New Orleans, Louisiana, <laughs> you just got to be Catholic at least once. I mean, we're the only state in the whole United States that has parishes. Everybody else has counties. Why is that? The archdiocese. Catholicism. They came here and evangelized mm. the bayous of South Louisiana and a different thing. So watch it. I had a lady not, oh, several, several years ago. And we have a lot of people that come to our church. Now, they were raised Christian, confirmed Catholic, just like Kathy was, just like I am, all that kind of stuff. Was. Was. Oh, well, you got to understand, Kathy's name is still on the roll at the Catholic Church. And so is mine. 
Okay, watch that. They said, Brother Jesse, I love my mother, and she raised us Catholic. I said, I understand that. Well, you see, I don't get mad because Catholicism is Christianity. They believe in Jesus. Why says? She said, you know, you may not know this, but I, every Sunday I go to Mass at St. Charles Borromeo Church. That's right down the road from Covenant Church. And I said, okay. She said, she said is that okay? I said, yeah. She said, then I come here at 10 o'clock. And, and I love to serve with Pastor Kathy preaching and ministry. She said, I said, why do you come? Because I, I, I learned so much. Ah, wisdom. I learned so much about God. Now, I could have said, well, my God, why are you going to that? I'm not, I'm not going to judge that priest. I'm not going to judge that church. It's called Little Red Church. Been here a lot longer than Covenant Church. <laughs> Been here for 300 years. But they come, and a lot of people do that. They'll come to our service, and they just love it. They feel a part of us. We feel a part of them. But I'm not mad at them because they've been raised all their life. They just go to Mass on Sunday. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. You know, I know I'm going to make somebody mad when I say that. See, because, see, you, and if you get anger, it's because you are acting in knowledge instead of wisdom. Wisdom is a spiritual thing. You get wisdom, you get understanding. It comes from God, see? And then all of a sudden, I had one man said, you know, I, I just don't seem to get anything when I go there. I said, but when I get, I mean, I, mean, I, I find myself taking notes and learning and, and things of this nature, and it's a blessing. And I said, well, he said, what do you think? I said, well, you do what you have to do. I said, but I'm never going to tell you not to, to stop going there. I'm going to let the Holy Ghost lead you and guide you. And to tell you the truth, if I knew Jesus was coming, because there's some great Catholic people that love God with all their heart and they're born again, but that's all they know. I don't know about you. I just want to know more. Not that we're smarter because we're not. But we study to show ourselves approved in the God of work. We need to not be ashamed. We rightly divide the word of truth. Now, why say you go to the Protestant side of Christianity? You know how many different churches? Assemblies of God, Church of God, uh, Pentecostal, <clears throat> you name it. Well, God never told us to come together in the unity of doctrine, did he? We've been trying to make that happen. It's caused nothing but religious wars. He said, come together in the unity of the faith. So those people at that Catholic church are praying by faith. They're praying only the knowledge they know. Knowledge. But when you get knowledge and wisdom, ah, you pray in the Holy Ghost. That's what happened to the Catholic church back in the 60s. The charismatic movement came down and filled people with the Holy Ghost. Do you see what I'm saying? It was, I think one of the greatest things ever happened to the Catholic church and one of the greatest things ever happened to the Protestant churches. But you know, we got some wonderful people that says, well, bless God. I am full of the Holy Ghost and I don't speak in tongues. I'm full of the Spirit of God. I said, okay, I'm not going to argue with you. Why? I got wisdom. I got spirit. <laughs> and they're working in the knowledge that they have. And so there are a lot so of people true. that are at different stages in their right. Christian walk. And our job is not to be critical. Our job is to help them along the way. And so when we have these chats, we impart truth that we see in the Word of God. Many of you are at different stages in your walk with the Lord. And we hope yeah. and pray that, that you, uh, all the testimonies we're getting, people are learning. Well, and when I, we're, I, we, we, let oops. me interrupt you. I, I remember now what I was saying. Okay. Uh, you know, people said, well, then people bow down the statue. They're not, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let me help you. See, that's knowledge talking instead of spirit talking. There ain't nobody believing in the, in the statue. 
They're not, they know that's made out of whatever. It could be bronze, it could be gold, it could be plaster. They know that's just a statue. You see what I'm saying? I'll make no graven image. Okay, who, who, who. Some of you, you love your car so much it's become a graven image. Come on, come on. I was born at night, but not last night. But what is happening in their mind, that's a representation of what they're feeling in their spirit or a picture of something that, they, uh, that they're believing in their spirit. You see, the reason why God said I have no other gods before me because people actually believe that that stone statue was a god way back when. And it's not. It was just some, idol worship. Yeah, an idol worship. It was somebody just made up, made it, and you know, because they didn't have a knowledge of God. They didn't have knowledge, much less wisdom. I think what you're really getting at is, too, is the whole thing, uh, bottom line is we shouldn't be, the enemy's always coming in to try to divide That's and right. separate us. Let's, let's find what we do agree on. Yeah. Love Jesus. Uh, spread his goodness throughout the whole world. Be be a representative of him in the earth instead of trying to point out yeah. the moat or the the little yeah. the, whatever the yeah. little speck that's in uh, someone else's eye. Yeah, you got a you beam. got a big old log in your own <laughs> eye. So yeah. take care of you. Well, God gave <laughs> and, me a statement years ago. Remember when I said that? You used it in one of your sermons. Be a reflection of Christ instead of casting a reflection. Right. Him. He loved people. It's the religious crowd, the ones who yeah. were always dogmatic and wanting to put rules and condemnation on people that he he talked harsh to. He called them a snake, a hypocrite, and a viper. <laughs> but the the normal people who were just trying to find their way, and he embraced them. He helped them yeah. to, to uh, find the way. Thing. He called the tax collector who all the Pharisees and the religious people condemned. He says, "I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to go well, eat at your house." He told the yeah. guy in the chair. Uh, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Yeah. Watch it. I embrace Judaism. I love Jews. I just think the world of them. I love John Hagee's vision on Christians united for Israel. I mean, you know, and yet you got people that want to spit on that. <laughs> well, let me help all of you that got a lot of spit in your mouth. <laughs> Jesus is Jewish. He yeah. didn't stop being Jewish. And he loves his brethren. And yes, we, he does. And we love them. But and he loved us too. Yes. And look what the angel said at Jesus' birth. He comes, he's coming for all people. You know, I believe God... Wait, 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 wait. I want to let that wisdom sink there. Okay. He's coming for all people. Right. That was a prophetic utterance from that angel's mouth on the hillside where them shepherds were. That not only was he just coming for the Jews, when thank God for it, he was coming for us. God would open up the doors. And when Jesus said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit, he, God tore that veil from the top to the bottom. Do you know those earthquakes going on? Rocks, everybody forgot about the earthquakes because for the first time they could look inside the holies of holies. Right. God said, I accept all men if they'll come to me through my son, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's my point. God is spirit. Wisdom is spirit. <clears throat> and knowledge is intellectual activity. Now you get them together and let wisdom teach knowledge. Whoo, man, and then you are a success going somewhere to succeed. That's good. In every area. And I didn't mean to cut you off. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking to judge someone or to hurt someone. I'm not, just not doing that. I, 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 I will not do that because Jesus, woman caught in the act of adultery, he that hath no sin, let him cast the first stone. Jesus could have picked up a rock and hit the woman in the head. He's the only one that didn't. He didn't do that. He's, man, they, they all walked away. He said, where are your accusers? She said, uh, he said, I, she said, I don't have any. He said, neither do I condemn you. Now, he told her something, 
Go sin Go no sin more. No more. <clears throat> Can I say that, Lord? Yeah. He said, say it's wisdom. He said, don't get mad at me. I've, had to, I've said those same words to Jesus. I mean, not to Jesus, to people. Well, you know, I had a prostitute one time come up, uh, you know, proposition me, trying to make a living. Don't get mad at it. Don't judge you. Trying to make a living. Maybe she got kids at the house she's trying to feed. I don't know. And I told her, I said, I asked her, I said, well, who told you this is all you could do? She just looked at me like, huh? I said, do you know you have great gifts? I don't doubt you're very smart. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to condemn you. Tears began to come down that woman's face, you know. And I looked at her, I said, find your gift. And it's not this. That's an abuse and use. I said, when you find your gift, I said, oh, live in that gift and watch God do that miracle. And I said, I'm not going to condemn you. I told the same way. But I'm going to tell you, don't go sin. Don't sin no more. Mm. Now, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Since I've been saved, I've had to tell myself, you will not sin today. Mm-hmm. I got mad sometimes. Wanted to really, I mean, I got to thinking some pretty rough stuff here in my mind. I mean, but somebody really irritated me. And I said, that's not my thoughts. So that's wisdom talking. Mm-hmm. My thoughts are lovely, just good, report, and pure. Knowledge is saying, knock his head off. Do this, do that. You know, no. I'm going to flow through wisdom because it's the principal thing. You get wisdom, you get understanding. And if you like it, ask about And how do you get it? By faith. Hmm. That just makes good sense to me. Yeah. Go ahead. You can. Well, talk. I was just thinking while you're talking about all these different things, it's really a divine strategy. That's the words I just thought hmm. about. Wisdom is really a divine strategy on how, you know, God goes through great lengths to reach people. He sent his son John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God is still going after the lost. People are at a different stage of that. Some of them know they're lost. Some don't have any clue that they're lost. But even I was just thinking about, too, while we've been chatting about uh, Abraham, how God knew him. You know how he says, I know him. He says he's going to teach his family the ways of the Lord so that my promise can come to pass. But this was about the time where before Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed and and Abraham heard what was going to happen. And so he began to intercede and and pray. He says, will the great God do right? Yeah. And uh, so it's as if there's only 50, will you save the city for 50? We have to have that compassion and that like... uh, Abraham had for those nations. They were awful nations. They were in sin up to their eyeballs. Oh, they were yeah. adulterous. I mean, they were homosexuals. There was the, every kind of sin you could imagine. Yeah. They, were, they had gone to the full extreme. But the compassion of God that was in Abraham, that's how you know he was such a, a special man, a man of faith. We can, call him the can, father of faith. I, I want to tell you something so people understand when you use the word homosexual. God did not destroy those people. He destroyed the sin. But the sin was in the people, and they were destroyed. If you don't want to be destroyed, you, you can be a heterosexual and be destroyed because God's going to come again and destroy the sin. And if you're part of that sin, then you will be destroyed. Well, the Sodomites were part of that sin. You see, it was like a smoke that came up, and it, it, it was such a terrible thing. And God said, he said, I will destroy this. He will not have sin in his face. So I tell people, that's why Jesus told that pastor, go sin, sin no, no more. more. Wasn't trying to destroy her, but if you continue in sin, you will be destroyed. And that's wisdom. 
You think God hates anybody? No. He hates the sin. And he did. The Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, boy. Why? Because the people were in sin. But God came. He said, I get no pleasure in the sinner that dies. Mm-hmm. Or the, you see? He didn't. There weren't even 10 people in there yeah. that could be considered righteous. Right. And so that judgment fell on that Judgment sin. had to come because of the sin. And because the people were in sin up to their neck, they died with it. Same thing with the flood. Why would God create this place to destroy it? He, was, he, he said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue. You've heard us talk on the boardroom chats about that. But you see, when you get infected with sin, okay, when you see cancer, what's the first thing they want to do? Cut it out. True. Because if you don't, it will it destroy the person. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? It's just the same when I tell people, you hate homosexuals, you hate... No, I hate the sin because God is looking at the heterosexual just like he's looking at homosexuals saying the same. And God says, I will destroy sin. So don't be a part of that. Right. Now, what I'm talking right now is wisdom. Right. You're going to have to understand that through the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And, uh, but don't just use the knowledge of God and just look at someone, you devil from, you, know, you just want to beat him. Whoa, whoa, where's the love of God? Where's the grace of God? Where's all this stuff that you say you know? You see what I'm saying? Am I, am I preaching too hard for you? No. No, that, what I'm saying is wisdom is a principal thing. Get it, get understanding. And the wisdom of God says, you know, even when you were talking about uh, Noah and his family, yes. they were rescued. Not everybody was lost. No. In, in, in that, uh, no, Eight uh, people, Joe, uh, what is his name? Um, Abraham's Lot. Lot was, and his rescued. family were in, in Sodom and Gomorrah area. Oh, yeah. They were rescued out because they said yes to God. So no matter wh- how deep in sin you may be. Well, he, told, he, said, he told him, don't look back. Lot's wife. God wasn't trying to destroy Lot's wife. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying, you see. Yeah. But she looked back. And became a pillar of salt. But no matter how deep in sin you may be, that's right. Uh, God always has a plan to rescue you oh, from that. Yes. Those two examples are, are very graphic, but it's so true. When you turn, I mean, you, we were sinners. Before. I wasn't as big a what I call an <laughs> infidel as you, but I didn't know Christ. And what happens is, what makes you a sinner is that you you don't you don't follow God. Sin is someone who's just missing, missing the mark. The mark. You de- you've made a decision to follow your own way rather than God's way. When you make a decision to repent, Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. Yeah. So you have to have those two things. You believe in Jesus, but you also repent. You turn away from your old ways of doing things, doing your own life, because that's not wisdom. You may have some knowledge. You think you're going in the right direction, but wisdom turns away from sin, turns to God, Amen. because that is the path to... to Look, uh, Kat, when you prayed for it, me to get saved, I was full of sin, wasn't I? Yes. And you called me a heathen, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, there's not a thing wrong with it. I had no homosexual sin in my life. No, but I'm you, not that, but I had, had a lot of heterosexual a sin. Lot of, you, and I told you, your main sin was yeah. rejection of Jesus. What did God I do to me? I learned that from the very beginning. Through your prayer. You know what? You, you're pretty much, through your prayer, and mama's prayer, God destroyed the sin in my life. But he kept me you intact. still had a choice. You had to respond had to yourself. You, I, we called it. I called it this way. You were separated. You were separated unto salvation because of my prayer. That means that you were pulled 
into a place where I was praying and interceding for you, but you still had to come to a point of personal decision yourself. Right. Well, and he would have saved that city. And changed into your life until you came to that personal decision. To, to what? Abraham, if he'd have found 50 righteous, he'd have saved that city. 10 righteous ten, he would have saved. Or one, if he, just somebody. He didn't go down to one. He said 10 and he gave up. And that, just, but, that's it. But Lot know. and his family were under the 10 count, and so that judgment fell. Well, those people would but not repent. But they were repent. rescued. They were rescued, yeah. not but, Lot. But the Sodomites would not repent. And I know and they had guess very, what? Uh, every opportunity. God is a just God. Yeah. I know that he would have yeah. sent his word into their But the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Right. Nobody wanted it. The people in Noah's day, nobody wanted it. And can I say it today? What's happening in today's world, they don't want this. They reject God. It's so the then same he turns him thing. over to their, what they want. Watch this. Romans tells they us They reject that. God. They're doing the same thing that the Sodomites did. Which is so unwise. That Noah's generation did. And guess what's going to happen? God would have to, would have to apologize to Sodom and would have to apologize to the people in Noah's day if he don't judge the people today who won't be saved, who will reject his word. Not, God is not trying to hurt nobody. No, right now we're under a dispensation of grace. Yeah. Jesus Amen. is here and we're, the church is preaching the gospel. We're preaching the gospel so that as many people, God, the word tells us it's not God's will that anyone be lost. He wants everyone to come <laughs> to repentance, to salvation. Okay. And so that's, that's our assignment here uh, while we're here and we're looking Amen. for the return of the Lord. He's going to come soon. And then when, once it. the church is out of here, well, I, you don't want to be here. You, you don't, don't want to be, be here during that great tribulation. Well, that's going to be an awful time. Well, you know, we're about ready out of time, but I want to pray for people to get saved. Yes. And I don't want judgment to come to you. And some of you people that believe, well, you love to see judgment come, something wrong with you. We're going to pray for you too. You need prayer. You know, you need help. Mm -hmm. You need wisdom. What you got is knowledge. But you need wisdom. Father, in Jesus' you, name, Father. I ask you to save people that need saving. Yes, Lord. To heal people that need healing. Reveal yourself to Lord, them, Lord. the greatest Lord. miracle is the miracle of salvation. Lord, open their Lord, eyes. Lord, forgive them of their sin as they repent in their own heart. Yes, and we believe with them and stand on your word. Yes. We Lord. call it done today. Today, this day, this boardroom chat day. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome Amen. to the family. <laughs> thank you for listening to us today. Once again, partners, thank you. Yes. For supporting us so we can do these things. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to be a partner, you can go to jdm.org. That's our website. If you want to give, you can. If you want to use PayPal, you can do that. If you want to text to give, you can do that. You want to use the JDM app and select giving, you can do that. Or you can just mail in an old-fashioned donation. We promise you that we won't use it for ourselves. We'll put 100% of it in the world evangelism. That's what, that's what we do. That's wisdom. People ask me, why are you so blessed? I put it in world evangelism, and God says, because thou hast done this. I'll bless you in the city, in the field, going in and going out. One man got mad at me. They didn't know I gave away a jet. Remember, I gave it to Living Word. Mac Hammond's up there. Minneapolis, I had two jets and all that kind of stuff. Minnesota yeah, Minneapolis, church. Minnesota. Well, I said, and he said, well, why do you have, have those two? He didn't know I was giving one away. I said, well, how come you got two cars? Well, that makes people mad. Why you got two? Or why you have two bathrooms in your house? You could just use one. Because you needed it. So before you judge somebody, find out what they're doing. And then after you find out what they're doing, and if they're doing right, still don't judge nobody. Just pray for people and God will honor you. 
This is Jesse and Kathy today. Say we love you and thank you for tuning in to our boardroom chat. See you next week. Bye-bye.